Hello, and welcome to the Align and Thrive podcast. I am your host. My name is Emily Taylor. And today we are going to dig into how to get out of a rut. Now, there are so many different ways we could be in a rut. On my social media this week, I was talking about being in a little bit of a kitchen rut where I felt a little bit uninspired with my cooking, like I just didn't know what to make, you know, where you just feel lost and you don't know what comes next. Now, this could apply to so many different aspects of our life. We could feel like we are in a rut in our relationships, in a friendship, in our health and fitness, just in our career goals. There are so many ways we can be in a rut, but just building self-awareness around it, that already is calling your focus and intention in that this is something I want to focus on because I'm ready to make progress with it. So recognizing that you're in a rut is actually a really positive thing. It just means that you're ready to pour some more intention in so that you can see a different result. You're ready to do things in a new way. Now, the first step of really moving out of a rut is recognizing it, having that self-awareness and knowing that you feel a little bit sticky in that specific aspect of your life. Now, once you recognize it, we want to make sure that we're letting go of the narrative. So sometimes when we realize and bring awareness to an aspect of our life that we feel has been a little bit stagnant, what can come next is our active inner critic where our inner critic likes to now create a narrative around it. And this is where a lot of shadow can show up if you have some kind of common themes that present for you that maybe your inner critic is telling you that you had already gotten so far in this aspect of your life. Why did you let that progression go? Maybe there's comparison that comes in. So this is a space that can really start to hold us back. So If you find that you have that narrative arising that does not serve you, you want to let it go. That you're already bringing self-awareness to an aspect that you want to make progression in. And that's something to feel really proud of. And you should meet yourself where you are at. That is the only way to move forward is to meet yourself exactly where you're at without any shame, without any guilt, without any comparison, comparison between yourself and others, and also comparison between yourself and a past version of you, that you are only in this moment and you are going to meet yourself exactly where you're at. So after you've recognized and brought awareness around the aspect that you feel a little bit sticky in, and then you have let go of any narrative that then came up for you, now is the time where we want to explore. And we want to explore with curiosity, not judgment. Again, we're letting go of anything that does not serve us in that narrative. We want to be curious around what is holding us back. What are the changes that we could make to help us make action? And sometimes what is holding us back is just not knowing how to get where we want to go. And if we don't know how to get where we want to go, we end up repeating the same actions 
Our intentions may be different, but our actions are the same. And because our actions are the same, nothing is changing for us. Now, I like to think of it as like spinning our tires. So I see this with my clients very frequently when they come into the program that they just feel a little bit disorientated. They feel a little bit lost on how to navigate their goals. And part of that is because it's time to learn new things. It's time to learn a skill set and do things in a different way so that they can see a different result. So we want to really recognize that as well until we step out of our comfort zone and do things in a new way, we will continue to see the same result. So if you're at a place where you are exploring with curiosity, this aspect of your life that's keeping you stuck, and you realize what is keeping you stuck is just not knowing what to do next, that is a really great realization because then you can actually reach out for support, for accountability. You can, you know, bring on a mentor or a coach that will help you get where you want to go because I want you to really realize that you are your best investment. You will never regret investing in yourself and learning new things, especially when it's going to move you forward so that you can accomplish the goals you have for yourself. And that's been something on my journey as well that I've really had to reprogram that something that kept me stuck for a long time was not believing I was worthy and deserving of investing in myself. And then when I started to invest in myself and invest in getting the education and the mentorship to actually bring me closer to my goals and what I wanted to accomplish, it's like an energy exchange. When you finally invest in yourself, it's like a declaration of I am worthy of accomplishing what I want. And that has just been my own personal experience with it. Now, maybe you're exploring what's keeping you stuck and it's accountability. It is just that self-discipline. So when discipline is a barrier, it's also our self-trust and it can be tied in again to that worthiness because when it comes to us accomplishing our goals, a really important piece to that is that we need to believe that we are capable and that we are worthy of accomplishing those goals. Otherwise, we will always keep ourselves within what we think we are worthy and deserving of. So that's something to also just do some reflection with. And I think even starting to paint the vision of what things will look like when you have accomplished your goals can be really supportive. It is for me just visualizing what I want to accomplish what it will look like when I accomplish that and what it will feel like. For me, that is really just that energy of creation. And that's something that's always been a really useful tool in me accomplishing my goals. Because now you're actually building a belief that you're capable of accomplishing that. And once you believe you are capable of accomplishing that, and you are ready to take aligned action to get yourself there, then all we need now is for that path to come into creation, to take you from where you are to where you want to go. And when you believe that what you want to accomplish is achievable, then you're no longer going to be bargaining with yourself in those sticky moments. Now, again, I like to use health and fitness as 
an example, but this really applies to anything you want to bring into your life. So say we have a set health and fitness goal, and we believe that we are able to accomplish that, that it's only a matter of time, then in those moments that feel challenging, maybe we're, you know, foregoing a dessert or something of instant gratification to accomplish our long-term goal. We know that. We know it's just a moment that we're saying no in. And our self-trust is so strong in that moment that we're willing to forego that instant gratification because we know we're deserving of really accomplishing that long-term goal, that long-term satisfaction. And then every time we repeat those actions, we're really reinforcing that self-trust that we believe we can do what needs to be done to accomplish that goal we have set for ourselves. And it really is aligned action. That's what I like to think of it as aligned action. You have a goal. Now it's the time to really build a plan and a pathway to get you to that goal. And then it's taking aligned action. Now, goal setting is such an important aspect to us feeling like we're in forward motion. So sometimes what is keeping you stuck is just not having a vision or intention of what you want to accomplish. Now, we can find ourselves in a rut after we have accomplished some really big goals. This is very normal that we really were focused and driven working towards something we wanted to accomplish And then we got there and then it's like we had this now what moment where it feels really disorientating that we don't know what comes next because we didn't envision and plan that for ourselves. And I think that most of us have experienced this at one point or another, even think of school, you know, maybe you graduated high school or college or university and you had that moment Once you've graduated, maybe you didn't have a job in place yet, and it just felt like free falling where you just didn't know what came next. And part of knowing what comes next is painting the vision, setting new goals, really starting to set up that action plan that keeps moving you forward. Now, the thing about goal setting is that it needs to be attainable because something that is really important on our progression journey is that we continue to feel proud of ourselves and fulfilled. Now, if you have a belief about yourself that you always fail and you always quit, that is something alone that will keep you stuck. Because if you go into a venture believing you're going to quit, well, eventually you will because that's what you believe. So it's really important that we set these realistic goals so that we can accomplish them. We can build that self-trust, that self-reliance, and then we can keep building from there. Think of it as just, you know, climbing up a ladder, climbing, climbing up steps. We need to be able to actually get to a step and take another step so that we can keep going versus setting the bar so high that it feels daunting and you give up before you even gave yourself a chance to be successful. So when you are goal setting, it is really important that you set specific goals. Now, I like using the tool of setting SMART goals, which is an acronym. So SMART goals are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, 
and time sensitive. So this is a great tool if you want to even just do in your journal a set of goals. So specific goals, meaning they are focused. You know exactly what you want to accomplish. So I'll use myself as an example, just so it feels a little more tangible. So I set the goal for myself of running a half marathon in the spring. So it is specific. I have now signed up for this run. So it's very specific down to the day. So that also makes it time bound that it has a deadline of when I need to get, you know, my physical ability capable of doing that by a specific specific day. Now measurable, measurable in the way of distance that I'm slowly progressing my distance up so that I can run the 22 kilometers that a half marathon is. Now, when I started training for this run, I started at five kilometers and I was not a runner at all. I actually believed myself that I just was not capable of running, that it was always something I would not be good at. And this is part of the reason I set that as a goal for myself so that I could undo that, you know, belief that I've carried about myself for a very long time. So kind of challenging my own narrative in that way. So we have it specific, we have it measurable, we have it attainable. Now in the beginning, before I even started running, if I would have thought it was attainable, I would have been a, a skeptical, to be honest, I would have been skeptical, but it being attainable lies in my belief. If I believe it to be attainable, then it's attainable. And I believe it's attainable. So I started with five kilometers. Now this past weekend, I got up to 18 kilometers. And that's just been slowly progressing it up week to week, but also really prioritizing rest and recovery. So I do not overtrain and I will not do more than one big run a week, which has been a really important part of my progression. I consider myself to be more of a hybrid athlete that I do um, endurance, but I also strength train as well. So the two worked together really well for me. Now, realistic, is it realistic? Yes, it's realistic. It's just been, you know, me exploring that. Now I'm someone that is in good physical health that makes it realistic for me to accomplish that goal. And then time bound, I have now signed up for a run. So there is a set time in place of when I want to be able to have the physical ability and capacity to run 22 kilometers. So there is an example of SMART goals. Now, we want goals to be kind of within a certain time range. Like we can have long-term goals that in a year or two, we want to be here. But that is such a large amount of time that so much can train. So, so much can change for us. So we want to kind of work in the short term as well. So setting really specific focused goals that we want to accomplish in that short term range of time so that we can keep progressing and we can keep building. So think of it as just baby steps forward. We want to keep taking that step that we know we, we can accomplish and then layering things in, like just keep moving forward. That is the goal. And then when you do take that step forward and you do accomplish that new layer you're adding in, being proud of yourself, actually affirming that action. Now, when we take time to be proud of ourselves and affirm ourselves, this is what starts to change our mindsets as well. That we want to be able to change the way we talk to ourselves, that that is part of our success. We want to believe in ourselves. So taking that into consideration as well, just as you keep moving forward. Now, lastly is, is taking action. Now, 
it can be common that individuals go through all these steps and they have a game plan, they have their goals, but it's like that get up and go just isn't there. And I like the phrase analysis paralysis that you get stuck in this analysis paralysis. You start thinking of all the things that could go wrong, why you can't do this, and you talk yourself out of what you want to do. And I know for me, I've spent a lot of time training my mindset not to hesitate so much and not to create a narrative around things that challenge me. Now, anytime I go for a big run, I do feel nervous and I feel scared. And if I really allowed those thoughts to build, I would probably completely talk myself out of whether I was capable of doing that or not. Now, when it comes to that taking action piece, We want to just, again, approach it with curiosity that if you have that voice inside your head that really doubts you and doesn't think you're capable, just answer back with, well, what if it all works out? Well, what if I show up and do my best and just take it from there? That we don't know unless we try and we really need to try, show up, give ourselves that opportunity Because if we do not change what we are doing, we cannot expect a different result. And that is just the hard truth that so often we'll keep staying stuck in these same behavior loops. But because we want a different outcome, we get frustrated that we're not seeing a different outcome. But to see a different outcome, we need a different process. And anytime we are changing our process, it can be really uncomfortable. Doing new things is uncomfortable because it's unknown. And our mindsets like comfort, they like safety, they like kind of staying in, you know, their their, their little patterns and routines because it feels comfortable because we know exactly what's going to happen. Even when we don't like the outcome, it can feel more comfortable to stay in our cycles because it's at least predictable. And that unpredictability can be very intimidating and it takes a lot of bravery and strength as well. So know that as well, that as you're changing your own patterns, routines, habits, and it feels uncomfortable, again, really lean on your mindset because your mindset really is such a superpower. And when you feel uncomfortable as you're making those changes, remind yourself how much strength and bravery it takes to do new things and that you should feel very proud and fulfilled of the way you are showing up for the goals you have set for yourself. And lastly, the note I want to leave off on is that tiny changes compile. Now, often, sometimes what can keep people stuck is that if they can't make these drastic changes, they think it's of no value, where These little tiny changes you make are so powerful and so impactful. Just these little changes because you're going to let them compile and they will compile to your progression. So it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be drastic changes, but it does need to be consistent to pay off for you. So whatever small shift you make, make it a consistent change. And then when you've really built a lot of consistency with that aspect that you're changing, then add in a new layer, like keep yourself under that little bit of pressure, because that's also where you will feel 
fulfilled and proud of yourself when you're continuously accomplishing new things. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that it brought you value and I'd love to hear your takeaways. Feel free to take a screenshot, tag me in your story on Instagram at Emily Nicole Fit. I appreciate you and enjoy the rest of your day.